Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right, Stricken Austin with you here on the block, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Joined now on the Allo VIP line by the Omaha World Herald's Evan Bland. Evan, how was your 4th of July? Have a good one. Hey, yeah, it, uh, you know, I think I was probably like a lot of people where, you know, started lighting some stuff off at, into the early evening and then the storm clouds kind of changed some of the plans from there. So it was a really weird night like you heard the thunder the rain and then like the, the people who stubbornly continued to set off their stuff so i got a little bit in but i know a lot of people man uh, were not deterred by the conditions Is, are you a, a, a family that goes out of town you stay in town what's your neighborhood fourth of july scene like uh, i stay in and yeah i mean it's honestly it felt like it was a little bit more subdued this year and maybe that's because of the fact that it fell on a weekday and all that but yeah i mean there have been years where it's just kind of sounded like a war zone uh, for a couple of nights, and and it goes well past midnight. But I think this year, uh, for whatever reason, people behaved a little bit more. Maybe it was the weather, the timing, whatever. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, this is a free country, and this is the time of year when, man, uh, a lot of people love to remind everyone of that fact. (laughs) No kidding there. Um, Not a lot of Huskers can remind this new coaching staff of who they are because they don't have much experience with them. But you, the World Herald, have been going down uh, the Husker camp countdown. It's been fascinating to follow along. Uh, I want to start with number 40 on your list uh, and talk about this guy a little bit, but also his position group. Henry Litovsky, the offensive line is a you know position group that got much maligned last year for its performance or lack thereof. Uh, you wrote a little bit about Henry Litovsky. What's the offseason been like for him? And have we learned anything new about the offensive line, you know, over the spring? Yeah, I mean, his uh, I kind of see his position and, and his role maybe being pretty similar this season as to what it was last year. And, you know, he, he was a guy, you think about him coming out of high school from Eastern Iowa in that 21 class. Like, he was someone who projected pretty highly. I think he had, you know, you talked to him, that sort of uh, personality of nastiness. Like, he didn't mind, uh, you know, ribbon guys or competing and all that. Like, he just kind of seems like a guy who has the disposition of an offensive lineman, and especially an interior offensive lineman. And so, you know, I, I thought what he did last year was a, a nice sort of on-ramp into a bigger role at some point where he appears in, I think, most every game uh, at multiple positions, got a taste of college football. I think that'll probably be a similar role this year just because of the experience that that line has back. But then, uh, I, I, you know, if he continues along that path in nutrition and in strength training, like you would think by – uh, you know, next year or the year after, like he's somebody who would be ready to roll in the Big Ten. So, uh, you know, again, like obviously you want to be a starter and there's a lot of value to that, but being that first or second guy off the bench, so to speak, in sort of basketball terms has a lot of value too because the fact of the matter is 
along an offensive line, uh, very rare are the years when you have the same five starters every game or where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certain starters don't need relief at certain key points in the game. So I would think Latusky's going to have his moments. They won't be maybe as numerous as a number of more familiar names that you'll see uh, out there for Nebraska, but I do. I think Lutovsky, uh, whether through attrition or just his own performance, is a guy that we're going to see more of on the field this year and certainly as his career goes on. What's going on, Evan? How are you today, man? What's up, Strick? Good, good. Listen, a couple things uh, that I've had interest in, and I just want to kind of hear what you're hearing internally and um, what people are saying about guys like Elijah Judy in their transfer. But I, I'm really interested in the defensive line. Who's who's looking good? Who's making noise? Who's surprising people? Are you hearing anything out of the interior defensive line? Yeah, I mean, it's a, I think it's one of the more open, maybe, positions as we move forward into fall camp. Like, it's, you know, everyone knows the name Ty Robinson. He's going to be the guy that, that stands out, but they lost a lot from last year, whether to expired eligibility or guys just moving on, whatever it might be, it's going to look a lot different. Uh, You know, we saw some tastes of maybe what that future could look like in the spring game with Cam Lenhart and Francois Uman-Mielin as true freshmen. Now, I don't think it's realistic to think that you can rely on uh, a couple of teenagers to give you a full season in the Big Ten just because, you know, their bodies aren't up up to that yet. They haven't added the, the muscle and the weight that would be needed to take a pounding over the course of a full season. I do think those guys have extremely bright futures. They're explosive. They're instinctive. They're smart. All the rest. So I, I think those will be interesting change of pace guys. Uh, you know, Blaze Gunnerson is somebody that Matt Rule has mentioned a lot in the spring and and early in the summer from some of the gains that he's made. Kai Wallen is a junior college player that the staff liked coming in. And then, like you mentioned, Elijah Judy, who's no stranger to big-time college football, coming over from Texas A&M, former four-star recruit himself who's played in some some big games and seen some big moments. Um, And then another name that I'd throw in there, too, that's that's interesting to me is A.J. Rollins, the former Mm -hmm. tight end and, and, you know, Omaha product who – the coaches were just sold on on the defensive side and talking to some other players throughout the spring, like they were impressed by what he was able to bring. And he was, he, he was a standout defender in high school as well. So he's another, I think early sort of case study for how this coaching staff evaluates talent. And if Rollins is a guy who can jump right in and be a contributor contributor right away, I think it's just another sort of piece of evidence that says, yeah, I mean, this staff can really see a lot of potential and bring it out in some of their players. 66220 for AJ Rollins. I assume that's more an edge rush type of guy. Yeah, that, that's what he did in the spring. Uh certainly more on the outside and that's a position they're going to need yeah. to address moving yeah. forward. I mean, they need to find a way to rush the quarterback as we've seen over the last few years that's not been a strength for Nebraska. Um, so yeah, I think him, Blaze Gunnerson, uh Ty Wallen was known to rush the quarterback and at the junior college level. So there are some different uh some guys that you can put in there that have potential. Not a lot of them have proven it at the power five level, but a lot of really intriguing uh, names that are out there. And you just think, man, if you have four or five guys who maybe could pop, and if one or two of them do, then that's a real difference maker for what this defense can do. A name we heard thrown around quite a bit this spring was John Bullock, another local product out of the Omaha area. 
really jumped onto the scene, you know, moving down uh, into that linebacker group. Where did he come from? What do the coaches like about him? You know, his story, if it turns out positively this year, reminds me a lot of Luke Reimer when he came in mm-hmm. and was a walk-on from Lincoln North Star. And, like, that first year of his career, like, we all we heard was, like, hey, this guy is around the football all the time, and he's just making plays. And I feel like that's what we got from what we heard from John Bullock this spring. Uh, was he, He's just always around the ball. And he was somebody who was a safety earlier in his career, this is another example, like A.J. Rollins, of Matt Rule and his staff re-evaluating all the players and saying where do they make sense uh, for them personally and where do they make sense within the context of the team. And so they move Bullock down from safety to, to that linebacker spot. And, you know, he's a veteran. He's been around on special teams for a number of years. This will be his fifth college season so it's not this is not somebody who's you know going to shrink away from the moment and then Matt Rule in the spring I think with one of the more uh, you know strong endorsements of any player that he gave saying if things broke right he could see Bullet being uh, a potential NFL contributor or player so I think that definitely turned a lot of heads um, he, he's one of those guys who's shown up on a lot of those uh, you know athletics uh, uh, a lot of those um athletic testing evaluations mm-hmm. that they have that measure guys' explosiveness and strength. And so he's uh, somebody who's always sort of had the tools and now maybe uh, is a better fit in the middle. So we'll see. But that linebacker group is pretty top-heavy. I mean, beyond the starters and, and starters who've been nicked up throughout their careers, there's not a ton there. So it does feel like uh, there's, there's opportunity for John Bullock to jump in and contribute right away here this season. Is it fair to say that Nebraska needs a story like John Bullock? I mean, you look at Iowa... Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Wisconsin, Minnesota, what they do with their in-state guys, taking the traits and then molding them into football players. We haven't seen a lot of that for Nebraska. Would that be a step in the right direction to see John Bullock you know, become a starting caliber player or even a solid backup for Nebraska? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, there's the talk this year about what what does Nebraska need to do to maybe take its recruiting even to the next level, where instead of taking flyers on uh, more lightly recruited guys, you're in the mix for 
uh, a larger percentage of of maybe the top talent in the country. And other than winning, I think development and, and examples of development are the best way to do that. And so, yeah, I mean, if if I mean, it just speaks a lot. I think if you're a recruit and you're looking at a program, and Nebraska can say, "Hey, look, we took a guy who was a walk-on special teamer." Uh, who we saw uh, as out of position, moved him into a, a linebacker spot that suited him more, and look what he did, you know, whatever that ends up being, becoming a starter, uh, whatever else, maybe it gets him to the NFL. Like that's a, a really strong recruiting point to somebody. And so if you're a, you know, a high-end heralded high school prospect and you see what Nebraska can do with someone like John Bullock, maybe A.J. Rollins, I mean, they moved Tommy Hill right back from receiver to defensive back, like all those guys – uh, I think are examples where if they thrive, that's a huge selling point for other players that are you know looking to to take their game to the next level. So other than winning, yeah, I think a lot of those individual uh, development pieces that Nebraska's really been lacking for a number of years, uh, if you switch those, that not only helps you win games now but builds momentum as you acquire talent into the future too. We're talking with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald here during On the Block. Switching sides of the ball, Evan, you read about a couple receivers recently, two older guys in Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda uh, and then Joshua Fleeks, who came over from Baylor. Let's start with uh, Garcia-Castaneda. Do we have any you know, resolution on what actually went down with that saga, or are we just going to be left knowing that he was on the team, off the team, and then back on the team? Well, he he did speak about it in spring. He he talked with uh, members of the media about his situation, and you know he he was here for the four games. Uh, it, it led right up to and through the coaching change, and he just felt like this is not a place uh, as the, the as the climate was that he wanted to use a season of eligibility. So he saved that red shirt, entered the portal, and that was somebody that Matt Rule and company were able to recoup then on the backside. And, and, you know, I thought one thing that stood out from what IGC said in the spring was that he never really wanted to leave, but he just felt like, again, with everything going on and, and looking at his own path uh, to maybe a professional career, like it just made sense to save that season and, and go in. And so he's a really interesting one because <clears throat> he had that strong opening game against Northwestern. He caught the long touchdown pass when it wasn't even supposed to be him in the game from Casey Thompson it's sort of reflective of just kind of the chaotic nature of where Nebraska's offense was at that time. But the book on him as a transfer coming in was always that he had the speed that he certainly had the reps at his various college stops coming in. And so, you know, it, it, it's a really interesting receiver room where you have some experience, some young guys, not a lot of experience in Husker uniforms and even, <laughs> Though he he wasn't on the team for two thirds of the year, he still comes back as one of the more experienced Husker pass catchers. So he has the ability, and now maybe with a little bit more structure within the program and more of a defined look at what the offense can be, we'll see a little bit more consistency out of him this fall. And then with Joshua Fleeks, that's, that's a name that I've kind of pushed to the back burner behind. You know, uh, Billy Kemp coming in from Virginia and some of the other uh, additions on the defensive side of the ball. What are your expectations for Joshua Fleek? Is he a legitimate candidate to get snaps and play a role on the field? Is he a you know leadership type of guy to help Garrett McGuire along? What do you think the role for Joshua Fleeks is this fall? Yeah, I mean, I think he'll he'll see the field some. Uh, I don't think he would have come to Nebraska over Texas Tech if he was just planning to stay on the sidelines but you know his career at Baylor 
I think was it was stronger on the front end under Matt Rule. Like he was there in 2018 and 2019 when uh, that culture change took place. Uh, he was somebody who would line up on the outside, who did a little bit of work at running back as well. So he's a versatile guy. Uh, I, I think you know again that's where he saw the most most success, and so that's where that's why he wanted to come to Nebraska. Uh, a lot's been made of the fact that his position coach, Garrett McGuire, is his former college and high school teammate as a quarterback, which is kind of interesting. Though, uh, you know, Fleeks did say in the spring that now McGuire treats him more like uh, a player than a, a teammate. So that's, you know, a transition that they've gone through. But I, I personally think, having talked to Fleeks and guys around him, like just as much of his value will come from being someone who has experienced a Matt rule revival, you know, somebody who's seen uh, that culture flip take place. And it, and I wrote about it and it kind of reminds me a little bit of Trey Neal for Nebraska back Mm -hmm. in 2018 when he transferred from UCF with Scott Frost and, and came to Nebraska and was just sort of that guy who could offer perspective on how the staff has done things and a little bit more, context to some of the whys they're doing uh, why they're doing whatever or or whatever else it might be so I think there's going to be a lot of value in that from Fleeks Um, and again he's a guy who's been around college ball for a long time this is his last shot at uh, turning scouts heads and professional potentially being a professional player so you know he's motivated and now he's back in a place where he's comfortable and and in a climate where he's thrived before so I think you'll see uh, you know again some on-field contributions but I think his off-the-field sort of intangible qualities are going to help Nebraska just as much. Finally, Evan, similar question about Kyle Perry on the baseball front. Um, That's a guy who's seen it all, done it all in his time at Nebraska. He announces he comes back uh, for a sixth year uh, then on July 1st. What's the best role for Kyle Perry next year? Yeah, you know, and that move surprised me a little bit. I think it went under the radar that he was even able to do that because – he was injured early in that 2022 season. So just by rule, uh, he was able to come back for six years. You don't usually see that from college baseball players. Like that's a pretty rare thing, but you know, you look at Perry's career, like in 2019, way back then he was a freshman uh, who was getting some midweek starts. And then he evolved later in his career into a weekend starter. And then last year sort of became one of those high leverage guys out of the pen. I think by the end of May, you know, he was probably their one of their top two or three most trusted arms out of the bullpen. And just as much as that, like he was one of those vocal guys on the team who's not afraid to round guys up and tell them how it is or hold people accountable. And, uh, you know, I just think back to a couple of years ago when he was hurt and coaches would still take him on road trips, even though he had zero chance of playing, he wasn't medically cleared because they valued what he brought intangibly as, as sort of a cheerleader on the side, again, that fiery sort of competitor, um, someone who could even, uh, you know, sort of uh, diffuse a situation with a little bit of humor here and there. So I think he would tell you that he's someone who will come in and do whatever role is needed for him. I don't think it's probably as a starter, at least not on the weekends. Uh, I would imagine it'll be back in the bullpen as sort of that high leverage relief sort of situation. Um, but again, a guy doesn't come back for six years or sixth year uh, just to kind of hang out. Like he's motivated, I think, to get back to the NCAA tournament, to contend in the Big Ten, uh, and to really help this uh, this program take off and get back to maybe where it was back in 21 when they were winning the Big Ten title. So 
certainly motivation for him to come back. And, um, you know, again, I think just as much intangibly as on the field is what his value is going to be for Nebraska. All right, Evan, we are sending Strick to Las Vegas. He'll be watching Victor Wembenyama. So do you mm. want a full scouting breakdown from him next Tuesday? <laughs> I would love that, yes. And anything, any comparisons to Tim Duncan and David Robinson from back in the day are more than welcome. All right, well, we'll, we'll give it a shot when we get back, man. Uh, thanks again for all the time that you uh, provide to us here on the block. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. There he is, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald with us uh, on the Allo VIP line. Time now for you, though, to take on Strick in trivia. We didn't do it yesterday with the 4th of July. We want to play it twice this week. We got $30 to Buffalo Wings and Rings to give away. Uh, so call now, 402-464-5685. Take on Strick as part of the shootout with Strick. We'll do that when we get back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 